and Lex. Two imperfect six-figure business coaches, co-founders, and friends who decided to combine our superpowers to bring to market something we wish we had when we entered the world of coaching. A real, non-BS, intimate, and fun community built with integrity, intention, and a few glasses of wine. In this podcast, we get real. Real about life. Business. Relationships and what it really takes to find your version of success in the world of coaching. Are you ready, Lex? I'm set, Em. Let's coach. Good morning. Today, I am recording a a solo podcast. Lexi is traveling. One of the coolest things about having a co-founder is we can both travel and we can both take time for ourselves and for our lives and be with family and also have someone else run ready, set coach when we're gone. So she's out of town and I'm on the podcast, Mike, which is fun to be alone, but kind of lonely to be alone. I have to say, I'm very grateful to have a co-founder who I have so much fun podcasting with. But today I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about something that has been coming up and kind of frustrating me. I feel like I have, I mean, knowing my business, so y'all know I have six degrees society and I probably meet 20 people, 20 new people a week, like a ton of new people a week. And I meet a lot of people who want to be a coach or want to sell something or want to create something. And then they tell me, they're like, oh, Emily, I want to do this thing, but I just, I can't show up on social media. It's, it's not me. And I also can't show up on LinkedIn because I can't let the people that I worked with know that I have this thing that I'm building because it's embarrassing and then it's, it'll be embarrassing if they find out about it. And then, uh, no, no, Emily, I cannot send a newsletter. Uh, It's really annoying when I get newsletters. So I can't send newsletters because I would be annoyed to get, I get annoyed when I get newsletters. So people are going to obviously be annoyed when they get my newsletter. And um, yeah, I don't really like to promote myself because it feels slimy and it's gross. And I hate slimy people and I hate people who are salesy and are always selling things. And it's like, I cannot tell y'all how many times I've had this exact conversation in in verbatim, like literally word for word, people are telling me the same thing over and over and over again. And here's the truth. I was that person. I a thousand percent was that person who had every single objection in the world to why I shouldn't show up, why I wasn't posting on LinkedIn, why I um, I felt selling was like the most disgusting thing that we could do. I was just a generous person. Let me be a generous person. And so once I overcame that, do you know what happened? I started making money. I started making like real legit money. I started inviting people to come and work with me and people said, yes, and I pay in full. And so what I really want you guys to learn today is breaking down the mindset behind all of these things. So we'll start with social media because social media seems to be one of the biggest objections and blocks that people have. Um, People both feel it 
it's overwhelming. And then there's like a self-conscious aspect to it, especially with LinkedIn. Uh, I know for, for myself, I felt guilty posting on LinkedIn. I felt like um, if I posted, especially when my business was a side hustle on LinkedIn, it meant that I wasn't dedicated to the company that I was working at, which was definitely not the case. Um, I think it also felt like all, it kind of, it was, is that vulnerable moment that you have nightmares about in high school where you're like in front of the auditorium naked and everyone can see your imperfections. And I think that's LinkedIn for adults essentially, or like LinkedIn is that for adults. And so that feeling of, well, what am I doing? Or what is she doing? And what if that person from high school who you thought was really cool sees this and they, they judge you. So yeah. What if they see it? And what if they do judge you? Then there you go. They judge you and you move on your with your life and you keep going. And it took me to really kind of separate myself from my business to get confident and comfortable with, with posting both on LinkedIn and on Instagram, like knowing that um, people were going to see this and people were going to to receive it in some place. And I had to be comfortable with them feeling like it was annoying and knowing that, yeah, I find it annoying when old Navy sends me a million ads and emails, but do you know what happens? Probably like email number 13, I end up buying. So it works. So the annoying part is a factor that we have to eliminate. We have to get comfortable with. The second part that I want to talk about with both the mindset is not being annoying and reframing it as being providing value. So what if that post, that Instagram post or that LinkedIn post or heck the newsletter that you, you bravely decided to send out reached their inbox at a timely manner? And what I mean is I've had people who have messaged me after I've posted something saying like, you have no idea how much I needed to hear your message. Or I was really struggling with X, Y, and Z and that those tips really helped me implement what I needed to implement. So looking at Instagram and LinkedIn and newsletters as a place to provide value versus a place to sell, I think will make it feel that much more fun. So it's a free place to provide value and it's a free place for people to to continue their education, to keep learning, to, to be inspired. And so be a place of inspiration. You're not someone who, I imagine, you're not someone who is creating this false narrative of a reality that's aspirational and that people can't attain. You're probably giving them building blocks and steps of how to, how to get to the reality they want to be at. So same thing with newsletters. Newsletters, I like to provide value in my personal newsletters. And the other aspect of newsletters is providing a call to action. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to sign up for a newsletter? Do you want them to join an event? You can be inviting them to things, but it doesn't have to be an expensive invite. And I noticed this so much during the pandemic. Um, and I've talked about this before with other on other podcasts, but so many people kind of like cheapened themselves because of the pandemic in that they were like, oh, there's a pandemic. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm already getting paid $10 per class. Let me just make them free instead. And I think there's an opportunity for you to really anchor your pricing in your messaging and let people know what your worth is also by the value you're providing. So, um, 
so I don't get all over the place. I don't have Lexi to rein me in, but thinking about, and I've said this uh, probably a thousand times on podcasts, but thinking about when it comes to sales, when it comes to newsletters as an opportunity, like a ticket master. So if Ticketmaster, if Taylor Swift is coming to town and Taylor and Ticketmaster didn't let you know, you'd be pretty pissed. And then you found out on Twitter and at that point it was all sold out. You would be really, really pissed because you've been saving up to go to Taylor Swift. So similarly, it's the same thing with newsletters. I was in the camp, like I'll send one newsletter a month because I know how busy my inbox is. The last thing I want is to inconvenience others. Well, the reality is I have an event happening today in Denver and people are like, oh my God, I, wait, how do I find out more about your events? I want to go to your events. I want to go tonight. And while they're on their, on my newsletter, they've received probably two or three, just reminding them in addition to posting on social media, in addition to posting on stories, they still didn't see that I had an event tonight. So the moral of the story is while we assume that people are like consuming our stuff or, you know, that we're, we're annoying them because it's, it's right front and center. It takes several, several, several pushes of the newsletter for people to really pay attention. Um, same can be said with selling something. I have sold masterminds before, and I'm currently in the process of selling a mastermind. And it is one of the more uncomfortable feelings because I am sending a ton of mastermind emails just specific to masterminds, uh, talking about last chance, talking about um, their opportunity to buy. And again, you have to take your ego out of it when you're selling, but it's been incredible the people that are engaging, the people that are clicking, the people that are paying attention. I think, you know, the first time you can dismiss it. The second time you get a little more curious. The third time you're like, maybe I should look into pricing. Fourth time, let me check out the application. So while it's feels obnoxious and I'm with you there, like it feels obnoxious and it feels like a lot. It's also important to set the expectation that it's okay. And how I mean, positioning it again, like Ticketmaster, if say they wanted to go to a mastermind or be a part of a mastermind or be a part of Ready, Set, Coach or some sort of program, and they didn't know about it, or they missed their opportunity because you were scared of sending invites, um, that would be on you. So the moral of this story in this podcast is to really consider the way that you're looking at showing up. Are you showing up where you're really, really letting the audience in the world know what you're doing? And I have to admit something, y'all, I struggle with this too. I've had my business for nearly 10 years and I still struggle with the, the mind scramble of like doing stories every single day and putting my face and saying interesting things. I still struggle with the, the self-deprecation of like, who cares? Who cares what I had for dinner last night? Who cares what I have to say? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And yet at the end of the day, I'm always surprised and delighted when I, when I do put myself out there. So your homework today is to challenge yourself for the next week, heck for the next month to try and show up more authentically. Can you provide more value? Can you send that invite to people to join, to work with you? Can you let them know why you need them to work with you? Um, and from that, I want to hear your results. I want to hear how it went. I want to hear how it goes. 
And I hope that it produces exactly what I think it will produce more traction, more engagement, more interest, and more positioning of you as a thought leader. So with that, we will see you on the next, we'll see you the next time on the Ready, Set, Coach podcast. If you're enjoying the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening. For more information about Ready, Set, Coach, visit readysetcoachprogram.com.